I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Back to the Dr. Supercoach podcast. You're on once again with Cheezo. Dr. Supercoach, powered once again by our lovely partners at Code Sports. With me tonight to talk all things Supercoach, the round 18 recap. I have Pistol, my friend. It's great to see your voice against champion. Uh, Hannah, how was your week? Did you, did you cop any carnage? Did you uh, throw your phone in, uh, off a bridge into a <laughs> river like I did because I copped my first donut in five years? Uh, just uh, for, like enlighten me as to how your weekend was. I can't remember there being a round where there was so much carnage and it wasn't like in the buys. It was just madness. Yeah. It was one thing after the other. But the, the best part of the whole thing was just how carnage happened after teams were announced, like on the Thursday. And, you know, some players were locked in from the Thursday night game. And then carnage kept happening throughout the weekend. And I was like, this is just like going from bad to worse to even worse. And there's nothing we can do about it because teams are <laughs> locked in. And there's like, we live, you know, we may have used our last trade already on the previous day. Uh, it, it was, I, I was, I was rooting for it. I was like getting caught up in the hype and I didn't even care that I was. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a donut because Marek was out. And I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't even matter. Um, I'm just going to enjoy it. And then he was a late in and it works. And then I got injuries. <laughs> um, you know, Wardlaw, I'm, <laughs> that's been great cover for my <laughs> covering Dunkley with a late out and now a hammy halftime. Um, fantastic move there. But kind of hilarious. I didn't cop a donut. I, I was middling 2,347 uh, with, you know, Sarong, Neil and... Darcy Cameron all on the bench. And uh, as my team has been for the whole year, I just am the benchmark of rank 3,000. And I moved up 88 spots 
to 2,900. <laughs> so I yet to really move at all for the entire season. I'm still there, 2,900. That's just my rank. If you ever need to ask, that will be it for the whole season. We don't even need to ask me again now. So, so this is what I'm thinking. I don't know if you've ever done a fun run, but they have these designated people that run at particular time. So like if you want to run like a one-hour, 10-kilometer, they just run they, – they're paces. They perfectly run at six-minute kilometers. So if you just run with them, you'll, you'll, you'll run an hour. I feel like that's what you are for the 3,000 rank. People <laughs> are just kind of like watching your moves and be like, oh, Pistol does this, so I'll do that, and that's going to get me in the top 3,000 for the year. You're like the pacer for the 3K. Yeah, it's depressing, but it's, uh, it is what it is this year. It's just been one mess <laughs> after the other, but – uh, yes, I like how you said, have I ever done a fun run? Because that would imply that I've left my house before, which we all know the answer to that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I do. Uh, <laughs> this week for me, I used my final trade and I'm going to run you through some carnage in just a moment. Uh, I had a 2313, uh, which saw me fall from uh, 1200 to 1454. Um, but I'm going to run you through the carnage pistol. Go for it. Uh, Start, starting in defense, I had a Jake Lloyd concussion. Yep. And we talked about this the other day. I brought in Jake Lloyd for Jack Zebel, which I think technically I've still made points on, but I don't really feel as like I've done any good with that trade. He was covered by Mitchell, <laughs> um, who didn't play. Yep. And so D8, who was Chesser, came on the field and got me 29. So technically not a donut. In the midfield, I had Green and I had Sarong. And so they were both yep. out. Uh, and then in the forward line, I had Cameron and I had Dunkley. I had five premiums out. And I th- look, I think I've done pretty well in terms of like my my like keeping cover. I've got Mitchell, I've got Chesser, I've got Ashcroft, I've got Marrick. So I've got like a four, at least I've got four people playing, right? And I've still got Roberts who might be like he had 30 and 10 tackles or something on the weekend. So he's probably going to get another game at some point, right? I could potentially have five bench players. And I still got my first donut in five years. <laughs> it was because Mitchell got managed. Wasn't even the like, buyer. I, I, mate, I, I I brought in Dewa from Eagle so I could use Mitchell as my cover for forward and defense. And then he wasn't there. And I was looking at, I was staring down the barrel of two donuts until Marek was laid in. And then not only that, I got my hopes up because I saw the tagline. Hawks with late change, and I opened up the the tweet to see what it was in in Slack and news. It was like. Max Ramden replaced by some other random player. And I was like, no, oh, where is Seamus Mitchell yeah, yeah. of all weeks for a late in, please? Um, yeah, so, so Ramsden was five a late premiums out. in a week, bro. It was a late out because he got hit in the head with a football and suffered concussion. <laughs> <laughs> which is, pretty, which is uh, unlucky. So Meek, Meek was in. But yeah, they kept mentioning please him on the tell me, which was pretty Please funny. tell me, in, you know, in the... In the brackets, please tell me that, you know, like, you know, it's like omitted or managed or injured. Please tell me it just has Falcon <laughs> as the, the reason in brackets. I think I, I, I think that's appropriate. Yeah, I mean, pretty oh, unique mate, way uh, to miss look, the game. There, I was actually, look, Sarong, so I actually had one trade left that I was going to hold for the rest of the year. And then looking, staring down the barrel of three donuts last week, um, I had to trade Green because he was the guy that's like out for the longest period of time. Um, and I swung some DPP, brought Dacos into my midfield and got Luke Ryan. Finally, instead, like another sliding doors moment. So I went to get 
uh, I was choosing between Lloyd and Luke Ryan like a month ago and totally messed that one up. But, you know, what do you think? So your options were Um, Luke Ryan versus... And Jake Lloyd. Darcy Parrish. There were no no others. Oh, yeah, this week I turned down Darcy Parrish for Luke Ryan because... We don't need an explanation. Um, I made the trade. We just need to like, take away your Darcy I like a Parish, Thursday. You know, best best friend club card. Hand it over. Look, the reason I did it is because I don't want to ha- be hurt again by him being injured because I feel like I would be handing in my card if I used up all my trades just to bring him back in for him to get injured and hurt me again. Yeah. And look... I, I just I don't know if I could cope with kind of like so, JB and Butters. Um, I know we traded in Butters this week, yes, um, and that's yes. potentially not gone super super well. We'll see how Butters pulls up, but yeah, it's a prime example right there for you. Mm. <laughs> Very unfortunate. Um, wait, have we ever discussed this? Parish is mine. Butters. It used to be Houston, but it's Butters now for JB. Who's yours? Oh, I think we know. I'm, I'm very banned on the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's Tom Rockley. No, I nope, got it. I, I figured it out. Not Tom, but you appreciate it. <laughs> hey, um, uh, we've got some uh, Cancer Council donations that we want to go through uh, here in just a moment. I'll let you pull, <laughs> some donuts I'll, I'll let here, you pull yeah. those up. But <laughs> so, Some donuts. But I do also want to say, um, friend of the pod, Luke Hall, had his 40th uh, during the week, and we got we got a donation from Anthony She She She. Uh, I'm not JB. I don't have to donate if I get it wrong. Um, and uh, I hope like look, ask Anthony if he's, he's forwarded the uh, the message because I, I I sent you a, a lovely uh, little video message to say happy birthday. I didn't hear anything back. I was like, uh, I I don't know if I've been stood up. Maybe it's gone to the spam folder. We'll, I don't know we'll, if we'll that person out. exists. It's, 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 uh, well, they, I'm not sure which one they don't add it. So this is uh, <laughs> going where this is going, uh, but I'll just read off the it's cancer. The, the personality that yells in the background. How about yeah. I just go through them? Um, so we're going to jump back from last week as well. So there are quite a few. Um, so if you don't want to listen, you can skip forward. But I'd recommend listening to to support those that have donated. Um, to JB, he says you win this round, Aaron Dolacqua. Um, apologies for miscommunication, my friend. So his first incorrect name donation of the year. To Pistol, he says, two jam... Well, t- he says, oh, that was a weird third-person thing. Two, <laughs> two jam, jam field cakes for me for round 15 buys. A reminder to everyone, it's never too late to donate for past donuts. Big fan of JB and Chizo, which I only said because you guys were meant to be podcasting, and then you pulled out on me. So I take that back. Not a big fan of either of you at the moment. Uh, Jordan <laughs> donates. He says, made a bet with JV in cricket chat that Mitch Marsh wouldn't score 50 and he was the only Aussie that did. Thank you very much, Jordan and JV. Wait, does that mean he, he donated twice? I think it's a different JV. he made 50 twice? Pretty sure it's a oh, different okay. I mean, I could be, could be wrong. More credit to JV. Um, to, from anyone but Collingwood for premiers, which I've already... Not super happy with that title, but uh, belated donating for dumb things 2022 on behalf of Ooh. my partner Ty in lieu of a birthday card. Thought I'd make a donation in memory of your mum, which is very sweet. Donating for dumb things, having to hand over a league trophy to a coach who can't list all the AFL teams after you teach your partner to play super coach and she obliterates you with the Angus Brayshaw pod mid 22 assist. Notes, obliterate fairly bold word choice by the reigning premier. Hun, can you bring me a jacket? It's ice cold at the top again this year. 
Before I start having to make oxygen choices, happy birthday and thanks for taking the time to teach me. Isn't that sweet, Cheezo? Back-to-back premiers on the cards, it sounds like. Yeah, and it's a solid roast as well. Huge. (laughs) It's so many roasts in one message. Uh, Thank you very much for your support. Much appreciated. This was your uh, charity of choice. Uh, Tagana says, uh, copped a donut with Wardlaw out, made the call to use the Fife donut in the mids, not the forwards, so I couldn't swing. Marek stuck as he have donated for the donut with mount set by the poetry of the points lost. The amount set. But thank you very much um, for a generous donation. Gibbo says, thank you, Ryan and Walsh, for winning my matchup in the cup and leagues. Big donation, big scores. Thanks, Gibbo. To Chizo. Do you want to explain why hey. happened to this donating for dumb things? Round 16? I mean, you think you can avoid it because you didn't podcast, but I know the truth. I really, I really don't want to have to. Um, but I have explained it a number of times that I followed JB's captaincy advice and he was so sure that Dunks was going to be the captain, uh, the captain of choice that week, and I just straight straight captained him on the uh, the Thursday or Friday night, whichever one it was. And uh, so donating for dumb things, I'm owning up to to my mistake. That's, that's one thing I'm very proud of is uh, I try to own up to my mistakes as opposed to blame other people uh, because they become so frequent and, and I'm running out of people to blame. And you managed to outscore most people who took the lead captaincy anyway because Dunkley outscored him in three that's what quarters. It was elite. It was an elite move. Uh, you, only top teners will understand it. <laughs> Thank you for your donation, Chizo. Thanks to Craig CD Boom. He says, the tasty Dunkley Donut. How I love still to still be able to win five or six league matches whilst I consumed it. Just congrats to you. That's huge. Jordan Venables has donated a dollar for every run. Bison scored under 50 in the second innings. Lightning didn't strike twice this time. Sounds like another cricket bet. I don't know <laughs> cricket at all, but I appreciate it. Yes, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Appreciate the donation. Ben, aka Therapist, says two donations. Dumb things. Using Optimizer in a rush before the bounce, which made the English VC. Well, that's good. Then not checking the captain, Bont. Oh, that's bad. Who was playing in the same <laughs> game. Donut, no cover for I'm Seamus glad he pointed Mitchell. that out, actually. <laughs> yes. Donut, no cover for Seamus Mitchell. That is unfortunate. And Butler with the last big donation here. He says, yum, yum, a donut when green went out on top of decam and dunks. Thank you to everyone for those two weeks of donations. Absolute flying for the Cancer Council. That's that's incredible work. Um, Really appreciative. It's still not too late to donate if you did have donuts for this week, community. We'd really appreciate it. From 2022, apparently. It's never too late. And... uh, Appreciate That's right. that. If you got donuts in 2022, 2021 even, 2020 COVID. Um, if you got donuts then, please uh, don't forget <laughs> and donate. All right. Thanks for sticking with me through that, uh, Cheese. Last- that was a lot. No worries, mate. Last bit of uh, uh, housekeeping to get through is, that is we're down to the last 64 excellent and just top-notch supreme coaches in the Dr. Supercoach Cup. This year, uh, Denny Amari Mispargo, who's 25th overall, wiped the floor with JB this week, so he's taking home a prize. And Mark, captain, a uh, coach of Flag Dons, beat Dilza Allgorn Pete Tong, who was last year's champion. Um, so they'll both be uh, both be taking uh, prizes home. Pistol, just you and me left as the uh, the the potential prize winning matchups to uh, to to come out this week. This, we've already been getting some uh, banter in the uh, the cup chat of people that are looking to take us down. I kind of feel guilty because I did not 
deserved to win last week, but I will very much appreciate that Sicily only managed to score 50. He needed a 65 for me to lose, and he scored 58. Oh. So I'll take it, and apologies to my opponent, uh, Full Cheese. Jared, you were probably the better coach on the day, and it just didn't work out. But, uh, yeah, nah, next round we go. Nah, no, don't be this. None of this humble. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, uh, you're going to get roasted this week. All right, I probably will because my team is very average. (laughs) (laughs) Pistol, we got a little bit of uh, Supercoach chat to talk about as we get towards the end of this year and things are, yeah, becoming very, very uh, laser-focused on um, the Supercoach topics. Obviously, we talked about some carnage that happened last week, but we've got some more coming. Um, We've had Butters potentially with a groin or an adductor injury this week who's going for scans. They're hopeful that he'll play this weekend, but uh, there is the potential that he might be out for a little bit of time. Um, Darcy's had the ankle injury. They um, expect him to at least miss this week, um, and and they're going to be looking to see if he'll be following, uh, playing the following week. Um, So there's a, a few injuries in addition to Darcy Cameron where we didn't really get definitive He's going to be back. There was like, look, we're hoping he's going to be back. Um, Green was listed as three weeks, but you know what hamstrings are like. The, the, the three weeks is on the good end. Yep. Um, so we're looking for more positive talk this week. Dunkley is a calf, which again, they've been like, we we expect him to be up for next week. But, uh, you know, it wasn't super, super definitive for me. It, it looks like that this isn't going to be another week where we could be faced with a bunch of choices Um of these premiums and with only the last few remaining trades left, are we looking to continue holding these guys? Are there any of these names that you sort of have a personal opinion on? Are you holding all? Is there any that stand out for you? Yeah, I think the big one that's like flashing red lights is Tom Green. He wasn't in particularly great form before his, I mean, for the whole seat. I mean, honestly, people were trading him out of the bikes in such poor form. He did put in, two big scores, 120 pluses, but it's not like incredibly amazing and a poor score right before he got injured as well. I think if you have a trade left, knowing he's going to be out for at least two more weeks and with these hammies, just like Clayton Oliver, you never really know how long it's going to take. Uh, I think he's probably the guy to go. If you do have cover for him, like premium cover, we're talking, I don't know, Jack Steele, if you have him at M9, I think you could probably manage to hold for two weeks if you're that way inclined and if you have more than one trade. Um, but also, I think if you are making a trade to get out a guy out of everyone that you mentioned, I think he's the the top of my list there. Chizo, how do you feel about yeah. that? No, I agree. I think we need to we need to find more information when it comes to Butters and Darcy as the, the, the weeks go on because... Um, an ankle on a big guy like Darcy can be a really big issue um, as well as a, an adductor on someone. So um, yeah, a particular impact player like Butters. So there is absolute potential that um, those guys could turn into two plus weeks. I think it's going to be really simple for me at this stage of the year. If you've got one weekers, I think I'm holding. Yeah. And then two weekers and more. I think anything more than two weekers like – if they came out and said that um, Darcy was a three-week injury, I'd like that. I think that's obvious. I, also, like Ruck is a lot more difficult. Yeah, um, for sure. Because a lot of us is a lot of our cover is Darcy Cameron this week, so we could have a hand forced if he's not back from that that back niggle. Um, 
but I think with the limited amount of rounds left, where we got six six weeks, um, nineteen to twenty four, yeah. I think it's going to be really difficult in terms of total points for any of those guys to match the potential points made by having another uh, like a whole another week. There's just not enough weeks to make up, I'd say, hundred points that whoever you bring in this week um, that that is going to be playing. So. Depending on trades, depending on matchup, depending on how you're playing, if you're playing purely for rank, obviously the total points are going to be favoured by making that trade. Um, if you're playing for league, you can definitely sort of sit on your hands. All of those names could very easily be one week, I mean, other than green. And I think personally I'm going to be holding a lot of them. Yep. Um, but as we say every week, it's going to be very, very team dependent. Um the good thing for me is that I have no trades remaining pistol. I don't know what you're, what's happening with no, you, which means I, I don't, I don't even have to think about it. I've got, you know, you know, when we talk about great, like sleep at night factor with some of these players, all you've got to do is run out of trades. You've got great sleep at night factor because there's nothing you can do to change it anyway. Absolutely. Uh, I feel, I feel the, the feel lesson fantastic. here is burn all your trades on useless people. <laughs> that's, that's been my strategy the whole season, um, which is showing, but um, I think, yeah, that's that's pretty much spot on. It's just unfortunate that so many people's cover in Sheldrick, Wardlaw, uh, Fife, all these guys have been injured. So a lot of mm, people are mm. forced into making a trade this week. Um, you know, Green is kind of an awkward price, 550K. Using DPP kind of opens up. You'll find someone for that price though. Well, I mean, let's talk about options within, I don't know, let's say you only... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Had one guy that's under his price and one guy that's maybe just more than his price or something like that. I think any across any line because using DPP should be able to be able to afford anybody you like. Um, I mean, LDU is nearly identical price, but is he still no, too risky with the no, injury history? No, no, yeah, no, not touching him for the injury. Not, not happening with that injury history. <laughs> he had a niggle during the week. What do you mean? He's, he's so he had a niggle at training. Yeah, it's worrying, isn't it? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm not going near him. Um, there's got to be what's Parish? Parish has got to be pretty close. <laughs> Parish is right. He's he's about in in that frame, I think for sure. Are you saying that it might, for it a might be a bit more expensive? Just for oh, as, like we're talking we're talking about oh he's he's five ninety. That's slightly too expensive, probably for for the uh, the bracket you've given me of four fifty. Yeah. Um, you could be using DPP to get Doherty. I think he's 
an okay 105 type player, which is what Green is really That's what I did last doing. week. See, look, that was my trade. Uh, well, you should have waited a week so I could take credit for it. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Kelly at 540, I think, is also pretty good. He's going to be a 105. Injury? Tim Kelly or Josh Kelly? Oh, yeah, sorry. Which one did I, I say? I don't know. You just said Kelly, so it could have been – I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, Josh Kelly. Yeah, Josh Kelly, uh, particularly because they're re- relatively similarly priced as well. Um, I had some DMs during the week asking about Shea Bolton, and I just think that he's got a, he's actually got a really good run home, um, but I just feel – or he did, including last week, but I just feel like that 100 average or 105 average he's had over the last like four or five rounds – like he's the type of player that make a 105 average out of like 160s and then 60s. Yeah. If that makes yeah, yeah. It, and, and combining those sorts of scores. Um I I I've still got that inkling that Walsh is going to be okay. Crips proved me wrong. I I talked someone out of out of Crips on the on the weekend. Still pretty average. Um and he yeah, it was like he had a good game though. He, he, he he's fine. I, I thought he was pretty influential. Yeah, he's fine. fine. Took Miller's going to be fine, but I'm I'm just hoping he he plays a little bit more forward. Keep bringing that price down for next year. Um, I mean, look, the, the, yeah, you've got look, Brayshaw in that bracket. I think is probably my main. It's almost the same price, so probably looking there. I'm looking at Doherty. It's my big two. You could go Caleb Daniel, but he's not in the greatest of form at the moment, which is a mixture of role and Fisher. Nah. Um, I, it was purple patch. I would stay away. Jack Sinclair, nah. Those guys are fine. I know. They're fine, but I, yeah, yeah, they're fine, I guess. They're, they're not shooting the lights out. People are going to get sucked into Day because of his, his recent history. I don't think people are trading in Day anymore. Uh, they're all scarred. They're all like completely terrified. No, uh, we had a, a top 100 coach message me during the week and they brought in Day and someone else. Well, they're geniuses. So they could get a better midfielder. Because the midfielder that they were choosing between was like 100 and, or 490K. And he was – actually, no, he was a person I talked talked out of Crips, god damn it. But no, but he brought in <laughs> – So he did a better move instead. Day. Fantastic. No, no, no. He brought, it, he, brought it, he brought in Day and someone else instead of Crips and Doherty. Uh, I, never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah, I, I, I think for that 550 – sort of price range, you sort of – you've got a whole bunch of guys that are going to be between that 100 to 105 mark. I don't think there's a clear underpriced player that can really go 120 plus unless you're looking at Took to took to um, to really bounce back. You know, like if you really think that yeah. he can um, continue or he can get back to how he was at the start of the start of the season – if you believe in that, then he's certainly underpriced at 520k. You could take that as a risk. Yeah. Um, I think the best player in the whole lot here is Sarong at 567. If you don't own Sarong, he's back in. He's yeah. just, I think, clearly the best actual player in Supercoach and yeah. NFL yep. in this price bracket, pretty much um, as a midfielder, I should say. But yeah, uh, he, he's just a standard option for me if you can. If you want to go really, really cheap, Maybe you have multiple trades. Don't know if you do, but Jake Lloyd should be back and he's going to be 468K, which is really cheap for somebody that can put yeah. out 95s. And what about the incredible recent form of Sam Flanders at the moment? He's just going absolutely massive. He's 427K. 
this, dude, this is literally what he's been doing in the VFL all year, and it's taken until they've sacked the coach, even before, to then. get him into a in into the like into the side and playing in a decent role. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Like it, he he has literally been a total cut above in. Um, in the VFL all year, averaging like 35 touches and a goal a game. And when um, until the last few weeks, he's had CBAs to start the year of 14, 3, and 10. Then he's gone 43, 19, 43, 50. That's the role we wanted so in the preseason. This, <laughs> this, this is the role that we wanted. This is so infuriating. And now they're going to completely ruin him as a selection for next year when we're like, oh, hell yeah, like another, like, never mind. Um, I wouldn't personally be going. Flanders, like this is this is one of those crazy moves where you're going to access like an extra 300k or 200k somewhere to upgrade somewhere else. Is is this pretty much why you're suggesting it? I think like one, some people might have Wardlaw and they're thinking, well, what do I do? Or they have a Sheldrick and they're stuck, or um, they have two trades to make and they want to trade out Green and somebody else and get in two kind of primos. I think Flanders and Lloyd, if that's what you're doing, could work out. To be okay. I mean, Flanders is in exceptional form. He's got yeah. got a three round average of one thirteen, but his his four round average is over is still, um, you know, around one hundred and ten. So it's since his returns in round fifteen, one hundred, one hundred nineteen, ninety six, one twenty five. But also eye test wise, it's dominating. It's not even yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. it's it, exceptional, and his his time on ground is not really that high either. He's he's just around the ball and winning it heaps. So it seems like it can last. I don't, I don't really see why it can't. His draw is decent enough. GWS, Brisbane, it's a bit higher. Adelaide, Swans, Carlton, North. It's not bad. It could be, yeah. definitely could be worse. So with forward status as well, so he can cover between lines. I mean, he's not in the same category as Sarong, hey, but he's he's pretty good in correct as a cheaper price. I, for for me, it has to be cheaper. At four hundred and twenty eight k, is far too expensive to be taking this risk. Like the the first four games of the year, he had an average of forty four. Why? Because of the role he was given in the team. Yeah. In the last yeah. four games, he's at an average of one hundred and ten. Why? Because of the role he's given in the team. Took is back. He's going to be slowly building that base to become. I think they had was it Steve, Stephen King's comments during the week that were like he's going to be um, building. Yeah fitness to to be that of a, a, a prime AFL midfielder or you yeah, know, something along those building. lines. It's going we've got six weeks left. What is the likelihood of Sam Flanders continuing in this fifty percent CBA role? I would say that's less than fifty percent oh sorry. It, it's it's greater than fifty percent chance that he loses part or all of that role. Yeah, I can agree that he'll probably lose part, but I, I think it's the players that are getting phased Imagine out. Imagine coming into finals. You're in a prelim final in your cash league and you've got Sam Flanders playing <laughs> off the half-forward flank again because Took's <laughs> got his knee better and he's back in the midfield. I'm like, I, what What are we talking about? Swallow, Swallow's been pushed out from his 40s in the last two weeks, 37. He only had 9% CBA, so he's, he's done. He's out. Yeah. Fiorini got dropped. Um, and then, you know, was a sub, he had 7%. And then last week um, he had 18%. And that was from two of the two weeks prior having 74%, 42%. Yeah, so, like, yeah. those big CBA guys are gone. And instead they've replaced it with Took, which we just expected. Um, 
and then Flanders, who's in and dominating. It's hard to drop someone or reduce yeah. his time when he's just playing so incredibly well. Like until he has a bad yeah. game, I think he's set in those forty percent CBAs. But you're right; he could definitely have a bad game when they say, "Oh, we don't actually want you in the midfield anymore. Let's put you on half forward." Uh, yeah, totally possible. But yeah. that's why it's at a cheaper price. But he's still not that cheap, as you also mentioned. So, so his current role that he's got is first rotation into the CBAs. Yeah, he just needs one of those players, like um, uh, a David Swallow or etc. Fiorini to go back to to having more CBAs and he's he's dropped back down below forty percent. I don't know. It just it, it scares it's the scary. heck out of me. Scares the heck out of me. No, it's definitely. Um, and I think I I think with so limited trades towards the end yeah. of the year, whoever you are bringing in is to get to the end of the year. You're not fixing it if you stuff it no, up. No, that's, that's the same reason I'm. I probably wouldn't go ill to you. Who still has the same upside as what we thought we had at the start of the year, but he's got so many other risks. Um, associated with it that I think like really, really concern me. Yeah. I, I I think at this stage, like if you have no cover and you have a full playing 22, you just roll with the 22 and if someone's laid out or injured, you just trade them rather than even bringing him cover. Yeah. I think that's kind of what yeah. I'd do because otherwise you're stuck. If someone has a season-ending injury and you trade Wardlaw out to – a rookie, I don't know, just like a mid-pricer because that's all you can afford. You have to buy a 300K player because that's that's all yeah. the money you have. Then you have a 300K player on your field every week rather than the premium that you could have traded because your premium yeah. gotten injured. So I'd hold, be holding my trade for that. Um, Cheese, I'm going to throw a quick question at you because I've seen it pop up a couple yeah. of times. People that have Briggs at the moment uh, and the trade are kind of looking at potentially making a little bit of a sideways trade. A lot of them can't afford English if they don't have English. Now they're looking at big Maxi Gorn coming off at 215. Briggs has slowed down a little bit in his scoring power from what we saw earlier days, and it does coincide with a tougher ruck run. Has wits this week, which we know is a bad matchup. Um, Gorn going back is a sole ruck. I mean, there's not much we could say about his performance that... No one's already said like it's 29 touches. It's just the most incredible performance, 215 super coach points. Uh, I don't think Grundy's coming back anytime soon after the likes of that. Is that a trade that you would consider making? Um, yeah, it would have been last week though. <laughs> people still have bricks? A lot of people have bricks. Oh, is it like they're still waiting for him to generate cash? Well, they, no, they've, they've traded out in English and they now are running Briggs at R2. Or well, they've traded out the Marshall and the Briggs running Briggs at R two. If you have a trade, are you looking to upgrade Briggs to Gorn? Oh yeah, absolutely. Briggs is it was always just a cash cow. Um, but it sounds like what you're saying. People have taken Briggs as like one of their starting ruckmen to end the year. Yeah, so they they had the plan. I'm going to save some money here. I'm going to trade English to to Petrarca at the buy to get through the buys. And you know, help my round yeah. fifteen numbers. And now they've done that, and they have Briggs, and now they see this opportunity to get Gorn coming off a of two fifteen, and they have a trade left over, or two trades, or however many trades, seventeen trades left over, and they think, well, is this a upgrade that's going to add you know thirty points per game to my starting squad? Like, is this the time to strike and get a unique Gorn solo ruck? Oh yeah, de- like definitely right now. Like if you're if you're looking to move Briggs on, I think. 
English is obviously my first selection. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it, any like Gorn is coming off the back of 215 points. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I so still big. think between now and the end of the year that English will still outscore him. Inclu- that, that, that's personally what I think. Look, you're probably right, but I will read out Gorn's. I will read out Gorn's. I mean, he's 100, well, 120k cheaper. So like I, that, he's not going. English is not going to outscore him 120k worth of points. I still want to read so, it like, out head to head. Like I'm- so he's got Rob Riley O'Brien this week, which is not an easy matchup at all. Then he has Soldo. Then he has Sherry or Goldstein, depending who's playing by then. Probably Sherry. Then he has Carlton, yep. who don't yep. really have a ruck. Then he has Hawthorne, yep. where we know what's happening there. And then he's got Swans, who also don't really have a ruck to end the year. Yeah, Gorn could go massive. Like. I'd love to say do the trade, Briggs to go on, do it, pull the trigger, but injury trades are so valuable at this point in time. I don't think you can unless you've got like four trades or something. I think you're just holding on to Briggs until an injury occurs um, and using it to, to help your team in that way. And it's just going to be really hard to watch go on, go ballistic for the rest of the year. Counter argument. Yeah. Briggs was always being upgraded. Like the, I mean, he was. I think there people. is a very, very. No, look, there's a very minute amount of coaches that thought Briggs, ah, he's going to be a season-long keeper. This four-game player is suddenly going to average 116 for the rest of the year. I should keep him over the likes of anyone else. There's, there are definitely people out there that thought that. But there's a lot more than you're making it out to be. There's like 20 percent in the top 1K that thought that. <laughs> Why? Um, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally 20% ownership in the top 1K. So you're talking to a large, you're talking to 20 people okay. right now. <laughs> 20, you're talking to 200 people right now. That was really good. 200 maths. people. I feel, okay. I feel like that is uh, almost banishable on the podcast. So just Look, they're, they're ranked higher than me. What am I talking about? Um, Maybe I, not for long. I personally, I put, mate, my team's cool. <laughs> uh, I personally would be trying to get Briggs to a legitimate premium if I could. Um, the, look, I still think he's going to be fine, but I think his primary role in our team was to be upgraded to a long-term solution. I am concerned that Gorn is coming, like we've got one game's worth of data and what are they going to do with Grundy? Are they going to permanently just sit him on, just bench him for the remainder of the year? They do surprisingly seem better without him in the team, which is sort of concerning and, and good for those that have Gorn. Um, I certainly wouldn't wouldn't t- wouldn't want to take any advice from um, experienced coaches about trading Gorn out <laughs> of my side for for another coach. <laughs> pew, pew. Um, look, personally, my, my my opinion: if you've got more than one trade, let's say you've got a couple of trades and decent cover, I'm upgrading Briggs. I just am because I, I think every week you're going to be losing you're going to be losing points to coaches surrounding you that have English. And and Gorn. I, look, Briggs versus Marshall is going to be interesting because Marshall has been really, really up and down this year. Um, and if they continue going the way they have been going, they're sort of averaging the same. So, like, if you've got an English and Briggs, it's probably not much different to an English and Marshall. If you've got like a Marshall and Briggs, that that's pretty concerning to me. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple of uh, teams out there that went that route. Just for helping of the buy, and that's it is very worrying. That's for sure. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I don't yeah. have right. any more questions. I'm not sure if you've got something in your run sheet there, Chizo. Um, no, just for the very the, the few people that own Chera, he's he's potentially out this week with hamstring awareness. That's uh, West Coast um, Wrestling, if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Oh, that, look, fingers crossed. Um, and it's what is it? T minus three weeks, two weeks, less than three weeks until we uh, we get to embrace in person. That's going to be very interesting. <laughs> the uh, yes, uh, I mean that's you made you made it sound really weird, but. Yes, we will be. What's weird about us embracing in person? No, it's just there was no context behind it. So I was like, well, what's, what's going on here? Are you? No, it just you asked me if I had anything else to speak about. <laughs> Look, that's something I'm, I'm excited to talk Supercoach in person for, let me add, only the second time in our history of being besties. That's, 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 that's top of the run sheet news, and I waited until now. Tizo, it's a third time. Come on, I thought we were besties. It's very upsetting to me. Anyway. No, no, third time we're meeting, second time we're talking Supercoach. Come on, mate. <laughs> yeah, like we have something else in common. Anyway, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening and making it through, uh, you know, these end-of-season podcasts sometimes uh, go interesting directions. I'm not quite sure um, where they're going to go on any week, but thank you still for tuning in and supporting. Uh, we'll keep doing it as long as uh you guys keep listening so uh with that being said i think the plan is to still put out a thursday patron only podcast with any podcast questions hopefully there's no carnage but if there is at least we'll be able to answer some questions about it which will be great um yeah cheese you can do the rest of the sign off because i cannot remember what to do uh, well, you can find us on all the Twitters, which you probably have already. And just keep in mind that because of the technical difficulties last week of JB not plugging his microphone in, um, I'm going to get a lot of like comments on, on YouTube. We got so many comments on YouTube last week about where was the, the captaincy video, which is great. But like all the attacking at JB that was going on, he makes me answer all these questions on the YouTube. So uh, I'm the one copying his abuse. So just keep that in mind when the comments come through this week. That uh, <laughs> give it harder. <laughs> me doing JB's work, right? Yeah, no. Take it easy. Direct it at JB and then direct your questions to me because I'll help you out. But other than that, thanks for listening. We'll catch you all in the next episode of the Doctor Super Coach Podcast. <laughs>